When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're gonna to talk about the graceful exit, which is a trade management strategy and why the most profitable way to trade may not be the best way to trade. Tuesday, we talked about morphing patterns and then we kind of spoke about pros and cons and how, you know, I, I never bail on a trade because a pattern morphs, but you could make graceful exit rules. This is one where, and this is why I don't use graceful exit. This is one where it would have, it would have uh, bit you in the butt. So imagine you're in a move here and you're looking at this bat for the initial trading idea was a trend continuation trade, right? It was that we're looking at this bat pattern and a chance to use it for a continuation. Now, all of a sudden, it transforms into a descending triangle. And that's not a positive sign for trend continuation at all. And your rules say, hey, you know, if this if this pattern morphs or changes, then I can bail. Right. Which which is a fair rule. There's nothing wrong with that rule at all. What you have to deal with, and this is what I couldn't deal with, and this is just knowing myself, right? The big, I don't, I don't mind losing. the The biggest thing that bothers me is being right in my analysis and not benefiting from it. So, like, if I miss a trading opportunity or if I take targets early, right? It, it really it sticks with me to make the right call, but to not do what I was supposed to do, right? Um, that really bothers me a lot. So when I when I traded the graceful exit, there would be situations like this where I'm in a trade and all of a sudden it would morph and I'd be like, you know what? Gracefully exiting. Because this is probably going to go against me. I'm going to save my 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 bacon or save my face, whatever you call it. And then the market would go in and do this. And I would sit here just furious, steaming, saying I should have been in that. I should have had all of that. And trades like that. And for some reason, it's like losses brush off me pretty quickly. Right. I can I can take a loss and it, it may be a hurt piece for like two minutes and then I'll forget about it. Right. Because I lose all the time. Um, these ones stick with me for a very long time. Like they the like these ones would stick with me where it's like, man, I should have been in that and I sabotaged myself. Um, so I learned very quickly that the graceful exit wasn't an approach for me. I'm just better off sticking to my initial analysis and trusting that my stops are at a place where if I'm wrong, the market will show me that I'm wrong. Um, and it needs to do that instead of me bailing early. Um, so good, a good example of when a graceful exit kind of bites you in the butt. Now, don't get me wrong. If, if you decide to use it, you're using it because bigger picture, it's going to save you money. Bigger picture, your stats are showing you that, hey, by bailing early, what I'm going to do is I'm going to limit my losses. Um, but 
there is a difference between just going off the numbers and knowing yourself, right? Because you can't really quantify trading mistakes where you can, you can look at stats and say like, hey, my numbers show me that if I exit early, my numbers prove to me, Akil, that if I exit early on this trade and, and, and use a graceful exit tactic to kind of reduce my losses, that over time, I'm going to be more profitable, right? That's one thing. That's true. But what your, your stats won't tell you is the psychological side. If you have a trade like this and you bail on it and you exit early and you watch it win and that trade sticks with you and now you make a mistake on the next trade because you're trying to get revenge, right? Your stats are going to show you that because no one, no one's emotional and back testing. We always adjust it to whatever the results are. But in real life, if you're putting the, the, the goal should be to limit, limit your mistakes, obviously, and, and, and you can limit your mistakes by not putting yourself, avoiding positions or situations where you're more likely to make mistakes. That is the, that's how you limit mistakes. You, you avoid the situations where you're more likely to make mistakes. That's why we say stuff like if you had no sleep or if you had a rough breakup or a, the dog died or you're in a highly emotional state or, or your mind state is, is not maxed out, you shouldn't be trading because you're, you're more likely to make mistakes, right? It's it's very similar to like, um, you know, that they have rules for pilots and, and bus drivers where it's like, hey, a, a, a pilot has to take this many days off before his next flight, where a bus driver can't drive more than 12 consecutive hours without taking a break, without taking a certain break, right? And they have those rules because science has proven that after lower, low, lower close on Euro Aussie, by the way, breakout on the range bar. Science has proven that after, I'm just making this numbers up, I don't know for sure, but science has proven that, hey, after 12 straight hours of driving, right, you're probably more prone to make mistakes. So in order to avoid mistakes and catastrophes, right, like crashing a bus or crashing a plane, you don't put yourself in that situation. Trading is no different. If you know you're in a situation where you're more likely to make a mistake, and, and this is the, the tough part, you've got to be able to identify that about yourself. And that's come as part of knowing yourself. But if you're in that position where you know you're more likely to make a mistake, the easiest way to deal with it is to just not put yourself in that position. And sometimes that's different than what your numbers may tell you. So it's not all about the numbers. It's an art and a science. It's, it's finding the, the middle ground. That's the journey of trading. How about that breakout? Did we call it or what, guys? enjoyed the show as always show me some support by following this podcast or if you're watching on youtube hitting that like button also make sure you check out the free content we have available on tier one trading.com just click the little button on the home page that says give me free stuff and it'll take you right there